You're about to listen to a podcast from Snakarikinovsk for Radio Nova. In this episode, Elise and Anya will give you some tips on how to get started with your journey when you feel like traveling the world. Thank you for your attention. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. Welcome to Snakarikinovsk. My name is Elise, and today in the studio we have a guest on our show, and Nure as our lovely technician. Our guest Anya has Hello. Oh. <laughs> hey, Hello. there you are. <laughs> hey Anya, I'm so glad you're here today. I'm you have traveled far and wide and you're here today to tell us all about it. Oh yes. <laughs> I wanted to start off by asking you Anya, uh, could you introduce yourself? Yes, of course. Hello everyone. I'm Anya. I'm 26 years old and I am currently writing my bachelor thesis in comparative literature. Deadline is uh, June 1st. Soon. Yeah, soon. But I'm also uh, a student at the Academy of Fine Arts in Trondheim. So I'm doing two bachelor degrees yeah. at the same time. I am okay, please don't worry. You're built different. I'm built. No, it's just like <laughs> Corona was a boring time. And I just had to, you know, yeah. why not? And uh, I also work as a makeup artist. And I am Elise's best friend. We it's have been true. friends for 20 years. That's true, yeah. It is true. And I do, as has been implied here, enjoy to travel. You do? Yes, so I do. So my first question to you is, how did you start to travel? So I think I was very lucky being introduced uh, to like different cultures at a very early age because my mother is from Poland. So I have been going back and forth to Poland for my whole life to visit the family there. And also my father is a very avid, uh, avid? Yeah. Yeah, avid uh, adventurer. Yeah. And he has traveled a lot and he has even written books about his travels. So I've always been like very aware that uh, traveling is the thing and different Mm -hmm. culture. There are many different cultures all around and I really wanted to explore them. Wow. So, yeah, you. I remember you starting to travel by yourself mm-hmm. uh, already when you were in high school, Yeah, where you went to Japan for a couple of years, right? Yeah, I went to Japan for one year and that was like through like uh, an exchange. And I went mm-hmm. back after I finished high school, just on my own terms. I went there to work. I only knew like one person in Tokyo and I just went to Tokyo and somehow managed by... So I have been living two years in Tokyo. I have been uh, staying in Berlin for like half a year, seven, eight months altogether. I've been back and forth to Berlin for some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been in Paris. I've been to Budapest for both like a couple of months each time. So it's been longer periods and Krakow. And uh, I think like I haven't been to that many places or like... Well, I mean, it's quite a roster you have there already. Yeah, I feel like most people travel to like a handful of places by the time you're like 26, like we are. Yeah. But you have traveled. But a I lot. think that I also want to like. I think that's. I stay at the places for a really long time, and I yeah. try to find something to do. So I do like internships. I work there, or I just like find a way to you know keep engaged in the place. Yeah, you stay there for mm. a long time mm. just to like experience the culture better yeah. uh, you also have a lot of language experience so I'm yeah. wondering how did that come about and have you experienced like any language barriers or, like how did it, language become such an important part of your life as well I think I was very like again my um, the fact that I am 
I grew up with a Polish mother, and she always spoke Polish to me. So I'm uh, bilingual. Uh, mm-hmm. And that just, like, made me realize, like, wow, people speak so many languages and so how many, like, things are hidden in the language. Yeah. So when I went to, and I went to Japan for the first time, and when I was 17, I went to a small uh, city, uh, and English was not so widespread. So mm-hmm. Japanese was, like, the... Everyone spoke Japanese, and I just like, okay, I need to communicate with people. So just like, <laughs> let's uh, try and repeat stuff until I get the reaction I want, mm-hmm. which is like a general like, good idea. And then like, that's what I usually do when I come to new places. I just repeat words. Like in the, when I was staying in Paris and Berlin, I was working in very like multicultural places where people spoke a lot of English. So I didn't get like mm-hmm. immersed in the language so much. And when I tried to like speak German or French to people, they were like, yeah, let's just do it in English because, you know. <laughs> they can hear right away. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. I remember when we were in Paris, we'll talk more about that later, but the second you say bonjour, they know that you're not from Yeah, there. they're just yeah. like, yeah, good day, hello, hello, what do you want? It's just like, <laughs> but oh. the accent. But in, uh, in, when I went to Budapest, I actually went to language school. Yeah. Because I had this uh, uh, obsession with this one writer called Antal Serb, and I, Serb. And I really wanted to like um, experience the culture which he portrayed in his books, and like get to know like the language which he, the original language. I wanted to ra- read the book in its original language, and I was just like, okay, let's do this. So mm-hmm. I went to Budapest and uh, took a language uh, class at this language school. It was great. Yeah, very fascinating language. Beautiful language. So how many languages do you speak now? Uh, so uh, I speak fluently Polish, Norwegian, hopefully English. <laughs> I also speak quite good Japanese, not academic Japanese, but I, you know, I get by pretty well. Yeah. I just can't read. Conversational. Yeah, I can't read the news and read history books, but otherwise I'm good. Mm-hmm. And then I speak uh, very basic French, German, Hungarian. And then I know some Mandarin. Yeah. Yeah. Because you studied Chinese as well. Yeah, I went to... I, I have been living in Oslo before. I studied at the UEU for uh, some years. And so it seems like traveling has not only been recreational for you, it has been for education and yeah. it has been for uh, like language, yeah. everything. And for work. You yeah, have also yeah, worked yeah. Uh, as a makeup artist in this yeah, country yeah. as a model, I know. Yeah, in Japan I was uh, scouted as a model, which was uh, like kickstarted my career into fashion. I later went into like f- uh, general assistant to photo shoots and makeup. So it was like, and that's a great way to um, like travel through your work, especially mm-hmm. if you do something as uh, how to say network-based, fleeting as fashion. Yeah. Like, you also work in fashion, so you know it's so, like, uh, you can do that anywhere if you just know people. So it's a great way. Yeah. But that can actually be, we'll talk about it later, but anything that you're interested in will also uh, be an open door to anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. And I was wondering, Anja, do you have tips to people who want to travel alone but are scared? Because I know this can be one of the biggest challenges when you want to experience the world. And you don't have really have anyone there. It is scary. Like, uh, I mean, the first time I traveled, 
by myself. I was 17. I was going to another continent, not knowing, knowing very little about, you know, what I'm going to expect. And it was scary. And unfortunately, it is no other way than just like jump in it. Yeah. Like have the, how to say, have the necessary, how to say the um, tools and. Yeah, just like, you know, be safe. Yeah. Have co- like have common, common knowledge and and of course tell people really where you're going. Tell if you have like a safety guard around your yeah. travel at first, it's easier, of course. Yeah, and also just like expect there will you will make mistakes with the language, the customs. You will get lost in the city. You will get like take the wrong bus, end up a very strange place. You know, all <laughs> these like small things will happen, yeah. and it's fine. It's okay, and if it's too scary. You can always go back. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about this as well. That It's um, important to recognize, like, this is not a situation I want to be in. Mm. And it's no shame in going back. Yeah. But it's also a difference between, like, just not just being nervous. If you really you want to do it, but mm-hmm. you're nervous, then go for it. But if you don't want to, or, like, if you don't want to be a place, you know... If you really don't want to be a place, yeah, it's you can fine you can really feel it in your gut. Yeah, I think you can feel the gut feeling like this is wrong. I shouldn't be here, yeah. or you can it can more be like butterflies. Like okay, this is really scary, but I'm doing it. It's yeah. gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm traveling to Italy yeah. this semester, next semester, and I'm as well very nervous about mm. going there alone, uh, basically. And one of the things that's keeping me sane kind of is the thought that you know I can always go back and I have this safety net I have people I can contact it's gonna be fine yes so we're going to talk more about that safety net Mm. later but Mm. another thing I was wanted to ask you about is how you are managing the budget well the most important thing is to save money before you go anywhere and also have enough money for the return ticket. Yeah. You know, if anything happens, just like have a backup return ticket always. And so the the thing that is most expensive is like travel and accommodation usually. Yeah. And I stay places for a longer time, like previously previously mentioned. And um, I usually take the airplane from Norway because, you know, Norway is not so taking bus from Norway to like the continent it's quite go, a yeah. journey. Yeah, you have to go around to Sweden first, and yeah, you know yeah, yeah. So the bridges, like, and it's like it's way easier, way faster, and it's just gonna be cheaper as well to yeah. take the flight into the continent, yeah, as or, they say, or any other any other continents. Just take a flight. Yeah. Norway is so like you know up, and then when you are places, bus is your best friend. Yeah, like trains at least in like Central Europe, right? Yeah, yeah. Bus is your best friend. Like, I love Flixbus. I just, like, it's super cheap. It's not the most comfortable comfortable way of traveling, but for I find it, like, fine. Yeah. I know. It's, I, if I save money on the travel, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And then accommodation. So, of course, stay away from <laughs> hotels. Yeah. Especially if you're staying for a long time. Tourist traps. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what I usually do, like, for example, now I'm going to Berlin. I'm going to stay there for a month. And I went to like this uh, Facebook group, apartment rental in Berlin, etc. Like yeah. I checked out many different groups, sent a million different messages. And I finally found a, a room that was rented out in a collective. Uh, and it was just like, uh, you know, 
this girl from Berlin who's like leaving for a month and she wants to rent out her apartment. Yeah. And I'm also renting out my apartment. Yeah. So it's like a good balance, you know. And uh, you can make the money you need to stay there. Exactly. Yeah. But if you, there are ways to stay like completely free. Uh, for example, when I was living in Paris, I was, you know, living in the bookstore. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, in exchange for working there a couple of hours a day. Mm-hmm. It was a complete accident. I ended up there, but it was great. Yeah. Just like, I mean, it's not the most comfortable way of living, but very. Except. I mean, if you can live for free right near, yeah, yeah. you know, Not in the them. center of uh, Paris, like, Go for take it. that chance. And in, in Berlin, I was living in this um, uh, yoga center where I also helped out. I got to know this by some friends who just like, hey, if you want to live for free in Berlin, check out this. And it's like this yoga center where you work a couple of days with renovation and then you just like find, live in that center as well or like this yeah. huge huge uh, house on the outskirts of Berlin so it was great and you can do that just contact hostels contact vineyards like hey I want to you know live here for free can I yeah. if I just like work for you a bit and people will be you will get some no's you will get yes just like contact places where you know it's possible to stay mm-hmm. like hostels and stuff yeah That's a great tip. Yeah. And you probably meet a lot of new friends that way too. You but do. how have you been meeting people when traveling alone? Well, uh, it's just like it happens. <laughs> when you keep an open mind, people just like come up to you. And also it helps to have an occupation where you go. That's yeah. why that's why I like to go for longer periods of time. Because, you know, it's like with exchange. Uh, if you're somewhere for a longer time, it makes it easier to meet people yeah yeah but uh, like go to events go to concerts even if you're alone it's fine and also like check out if they're like if you're interested in something if you like theater go to like improv evening somewhere if you like Dungeons and Dragons find a local Dungeons and Dragons group you know just like Mm -hmm. ask people and If you know someone on Instagram that lives in the city, if you've never talked before, just like, hey, want to meet up for a coffee? It's nice. Yeah. And you also told me about this app that you can use oh to my find God. friends. It's okay. so intriguing. Yeah, because like I had, uh, I was in Berlin and on the first night I came there, all my friends were busy and uh, I really wanted to go out and just have a glass of wine. And I knew about this app It's basically like a dating app, but for friends. Okay, mm-hmm. Bumble has a BFF function, and I have I have a boyfriend. So I was like, when I was doing it, I felt like, oh, this is so strange. But yeah. it's like for friends, and I met this super cool girl, and we're still in touch. So yeah. like, if you're ever lonely and just like need, you know, to meet some people, just like that sounds like such a good concept. Yeah, like it's I can, so I, I wanted to try it here in Oslo as yeah, well. Just yeah. like. People who genuinely want to meet and yeah. be friends and, you know. It's super cute. It's very good. 